This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, June 6th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Today is D-Day, and if I can ask you to join me for a moment of silence just to remember the 4,414 dead when we stormed the beaches of Normandy and the 9,388 Americans that are buried in the Normandy American Cemetery. Thank you. Leading off the news today, Anne Arundel County School Board is in the news and they have punted the ball on modifying the class rank. This was a proposal initially proposed by Josie Urea, who is the vice president of the board, also the student member of the board, and she wanted to eliminate class rank entirely. They came back with a modified proposal that they were going to keep the salutatorian and valedictorian, but they were not going to give them based on grades. They were going to give it away based on qualities like character and leadership rather than solely on grades. The school board voted to postpone this till the last meeting of the school year, which is an evening meeting, and they claim that they have higher attendance, and they had a lot of public that was concerned about the change. Students in the school district have said that a class rank system creates competitive environments in the schools. Here's a newsflash for the students in the schools. The world is competitive. Board members have said that class rank is stressful for students. Here's a newsflash for the board members. Life can be stressful. Personally, I'm not sure if this is a good idea or not. In other school board business, they did approve a 2% cost of living adjustment for facilities, transportation, and food service employees, as well as a retroactive step increase for eligible workers dating back to 2008 when the recession hit. That's an 11-year retroactive payback, man. That's going to be a nice check. At 10.30 a.m. yesterday, the Anne Arundel County Public Schools sent an alert out saying that eight schools were on a lockout due to shots being fired in the area. This was West Mead Elementary, Manorview Elementary, Mead Heights Elementary, Pershing Hill Elementary, MacArthur Middle, Mead Middle, and Mead High School, as well as Cat North. However, apparently they didn't get the notice that Fort Mead was doing a full-scale training exercise. And I would just kind of assume that when you have a school located on an army base, that at some point you would hear shots being fired. Arguably, those are probably some of the safest schools in the county. Some devastating news yesterday for WJZ-TV in Baltimore. They lost about half of their 5 p.m. news audience in the wake of firing former anchorwoman Mary Bubala. Back on May 2nd, Bubala was covering the resignation of Mayor Catherine Pugh, and in a live on-air coverage, she asked a guest expert, and I will quote this, We have had three female African-American mayors in a row now. They were all passionate public servants. To resign, though, is this a signal that a different kind of leadership is needed to move Baltimore City forward? Obviously not the best choice of words. The station did agree with that. And they ultimately fired her, which seemed to be a little bit of an extreme reaction. She was fired on Monday, May 6th. Obviously, viewers voiced their opinion with what news they are watching. In a statement to the Baltimore Sun, WJZ management, Audra Swain, who is the vice president and general manager, tried to explain it and said, Evening news viewership in May is often fluid and largely impacted by breaking news and warmer weather. During the first week of the sweep, we had extremely high viewership during the coverage of the raids on the mayor's homes and her subsequent resignation. The share of audience in weeks two to four was down 38 percent, 
The change is likely attributed to WJZ being the breaking news station of choice in the market. So what, they had no breaking stories for the rest of the month? My thought is that if WMAR was smart, they would snatch up Mary Bubala, put her on there with Jamie Costello, and give WBAL a run for the money and let WJZ just eat their dirt. Hey, are you looking to get into the restaurant business? I was checking out some business listings in town and made a couple discoveries. Harvest Grill in Tap on Market Space is on sale, and it can be yours for a cool $4.5 million. If you, like me, are a little bit short of $4.5 million, maybe Chesapeake Brewing is more your taste. That's up on West Street next to the Annapolis Hotel, soon to be the Graduate Hotel. You can buy that building and the business together for $2.6 million, or if you don't want the building, you can buy the business for $495,000. If you'd just like to maybe dip your toe into the restaurant business, Latitude 38 is for rent, and that is the old Annapolis Yacht Club, the old Phillips down on Dock Street. And it was kind of funny, the listing for Latitude 38 said, and I'm going to quote their description here, it's a turnkey retail restaurant or anything you seem fit. Located waterfront right next to the Naval Academy, this property is guaranteed tremendous foot traffic, all while being located in the most prized after location in historic downtown Annapolis. Any concept positioned here will easily gain brand recognition as a premier Annapolis place to go. This is the spot to launch your concept or expand your business as the location sells. This property would be fabulous location for a nightclub. And I guess you haven't checked with Ward 1 on that one. A virtual reality bar. Yeah, that's probably not going to fly either. Asian or high-end dining restaurant or something that our downtown district has not seen before. We have high-end dining and we do have Asian. With uncapped potential and endless opportunities to create, this is the location to launch or expand your brand. I don't know about that, but... All right, and finally, just a reminder on our Legacy Business Series. We are talking to all of the longtime businesses here in the area and finding out how they started and how they got here today. They release on Saturdays at noon, and this Saturday, we're going to be talking with Prop Talk, Spin Sheet, and Fish Talk magazines. They've been around for quite a long time, a little bit longer than you would imagine. So you want to make sure that you check them out every Saturday at noon. That does wrap it up for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. Give us a recommendation or a review if you are someplace where you can do that. And give us a recommendation and a review to your friends, colleagues, family, and enemies. That helps. It's Thursday. We have Trevor with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And of course, like always, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. Whether it's Main Street, your street, or any street in the county that we all live in and love and call Anne Arundel, it's a special place. But part of living here is having a bank that provides what you need when you need it. So when your plans and dreams call for a bank, turn to us, your neighbor. We're Severn Bank, supporting the community that supports us. I'm Alan Hyatt, chairman of Severn Bank, and it's our honor to be the bank that serves the people of Anne Arundel County. One thing that we never forget is that as a member of this community, it's our responsibility to be committed to helping you and our county thrive. Like you, we live here, we work here, and we play here. Severn Bank, we're here with you. Online at SevernBank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Severn Bank is a trade name used by Severn Savings Bank. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. 
Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, June 6th. The Annapolis region was right back into summer-like conditions yesterday, and it'll be much the same today with highs in the 85 to 92 degree range once again, along with an ongoing threat of showers and thunderstorms before a frontal boundary pushes far enough south to set the stage for very nice conditions both Friday and Saturday, with tons of sunshine and highs in the upper 70s to mid-80s. And while Sunday looks to be nearly as nice as well, with temps between 80 and 85, we'll have to keep an eye on the skies above as some peak storms could once again be in the mix. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at DMVWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Next thing I know, they stopped and they put a spotlight on us. And he said, if you're going to do it, you better do it now. And there we were. It was and he dropped. And he dropped on one knee, I I and I down. stopped breathing right there. And all of a sudden, there's thousands of people, and they're clapping, and they're yelling. Say yes! <laughs> she said yes, and everybody heard it. They went nuts! I'm Steve Samaras of Zachary's Jewelers. That was Michael and Juliana's story of yes. Start your story with Zachary's and beautiful, rare, responsibly sourced Forevermark diamonds at Zachary'sJewelers.com. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. Tonight in Annapolis, check out the Art on the Avenue block party, State Circle and Maryland Avenue come alive with live music, visiting art vendors, and Galway Bay's beer garden that you can enjoy while taking in the latest artist renderings of Annapolis. It's a great way to cap off Annapolis Arts Week, meet the artists, and see what they've been sketching and painting around town all week. Tomorrow, check out the Community 19 Gallery. The inaugural Community Gallery show will exhibit art from the member artists of the local nonprofit Annapolis Arts Alliance and students from Studio 39, a creative and performing space for the Anne Arundel County Public Schools Performing and Visual Arts Magnet Program. The opening reception will be at Annapolis Town Center next to the Muse Paint Bar. And while you're at Annapolis Town Center, check out the summer concerts and celebrate the center's 10th anniversary. Tomorrow will be the Dan Haas Band, and you can also enjoy a wine and beer garden, food trucks, restaurant drink specials, giveaways, and more. Saturday at the Beverly Triton Nature Park, check out Birding 101. Learn about different types of birds, the basics of observing and identifying them using binoculars, field guides, and local knowledge. Suitable for ages 8 and up. Bring binoculars and a field guide if you have them. Definitely wear comfortable walking shoes that you don't mind getting muddy. This weekend up in Baltimore, check out the 25th Annual Hun Fest with over 36 live artists on three stages, tons of food, art, and of course tons of colorful characters. If you ever wanted to feel like you were trapped in a John Waters fever dream, Hunfest is where you want to be. Seriously, it's a ton of fun. Starting Wednesday and running through Friday, Jug Bay Wetland Sanctuary and the Lost Towns Project are hosting a Jug Bay Archaeology field session. Dig at a real archaeology site with real archaeologists at a Native American site in Lothian. Also a reminder, registration is open for Project Steam Maryland summer camps running June 24th through August 2nd in Owings Mills. At Whole Foods in Annapolis this week, tomorrow is recipes from the island of Sardinia. Chef Alba Johnson specializes in southern Italian and Mediterranean cuisine with rustic, simple, and vibrant recipes. Will be teaching about Sardinian cuisine and how it was influenced by previous cultures that occupied Sardinia over the centuries, as well as making a couple of dishes. And on Tuesday, they have their Half Pint Kids Club. This time they're making strawberry short cups. At Local by Design this week, on Saturday they have a do-it-yourself sign workshop making rustic signs with Cricket Studio. And on Sunday they have a workshop making fused glass seahorse or mermaids. 
at Art Farm in Annapolis this week at their new location off of Chickapin Round Road. On Saturday is an improv show. Enjoy several improv troops performing long-form improv comedy shows as part of Annapolis Arts Week celebrations. And check out their improv workshop starting at 5 p.m. And on Tuesday is Ready, Set, Sketch, an adult sketch night. This is a monthly gathering for anyone wanting to let loose for an evening of sketching and artist community. Not a drawing class, but just a time for artists and would-be artists to get together and just sketch and hang out. This month's theme is Surrealist Summer. This week at Maryland Hall, on Saturday is Footworks, a percussive dance ensemble with their 40th anniversary concert, a celebration with the best in acoustic music and percussive dance. On Sunday is the United States Navy Concert Band, a free community concert where this premier wind ensemble presents a wide array of marches, patriotic selections, and modern wind ensemble repertoire. And on Monday is the D-Day film screening and discussion. In commemoration of the 75th anniversary of D-Day, Maryland Hall will be screening the 2008 documentary Fallen Navy Heroes of Normandy. This weekend at the Benjamin Banneker Museum in Park, Ellicott City, they're having their Colonial Market Fair. Make a souvenir using 18th century tools and techniques, explore hiking trails, gardens, and an orchard within Banneker Park at the Patuxent Lapidary Guild this week. On Saturday, they're making a raised metal anticlastic cuff or bracelet. Students will raise a cuff in their choice of metals. No experience required. And on Sunday, they have their basic prong setting workshop. Students will learn the basics of mounting a round faceted stone into a four-prong pendant setting. And finally, at Annapolis Makerspace this week, on Monday is our weekly electronics class, on Tuesday is our monthly sewing and fiber arts meetup, on Wednesday is our regular weekly woodworking night, and on Thursday is our weekly electronics night. And if you have any questions about Annapolis Makerspace, the Maker Minutes, or any of these events, feel free to contact me at trevor at makeannapolis.org. And as always, you can catch me tonight and every Thursday night at Annapolis Makerspace on Renard Court for Electronics Night. And you can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.